Today we are moving further into Hebrews chapter 2. This is, we're moving slowly through Hebrews and that's because it's, it's deep and profound and, and layered and trying to peel back the layers and understand the, the kinds of things that the uh, early readers would have understood. And we want to have a deeper appreciation of Jesus. So we are, um, um, you know, the more we sense who he is and the more we sense God's love for us, the more we are free to actually, um, out of love, seek to imitate and to follow him. So I'm going to read uh, here a little bit more uh, again in Hebrews chapter 2, back to some of these verses we've been toying with. Uh, verse 14, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is, the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. For surely it is not the angels that he helps, but Abraham's descendants. That would be you and me. Um, for surely it's not the angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. Uh, for this reason, he had to be made like them, like us, uh, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God, and that he might uh, make atonement for the sins of the people. Again, uh, atonement for you and me. Because he himself suffered when he was tempted, he can help those who are being tempted. So, uh, the gospel is that the God of the universe came uh, to rescue us. He gets us, he suffered for us, uh, he died for us, and his compassion is not a long-distance uh, exercise. There are politicians who uh, show up for photo ops. They like to be perceived as being, you know, the, the man, I guess she's the man or woman of the people, right, a, a commoner. Uh, out there, right there, living in the, the muck and the mire and helping, and sometimes they'll stop for photo ops, working alongside the poor, working in a soup kitchen, something like that. And it's, it's not bad as far as it goes. It just doesn't go very far. They might also make sure that it's known uh, that they've donated money. Now, it's, it's not, you know, a life-changing amount of money, and their sacrifice is not a, uh, is not an ongoing, consistent kind of thing. They're not, you know, necessarily living, uh, in that situation, uh, always and forever. Um, so they are, uh, they are removed. What we're getting here with what Jesus does is that it's, uh, I mean, he truly humbles himself. He does this out of his love, and he does this to set an example. That's what Paul writes in Philippians 2. Have this attitude in yourself, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God. Right? He didn't stay in heaven. He didn't stay in the glory. He didn't stay in the, the perfect uh, perfection and joy uh, that he enjoyed with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. But he empties himself, becomes one of us, you know, adds humanity to deity in order to become one of us, becomes less through addition by adding humanity to, to the Godhead, and then becomes a slave, and not just a slave, but a slave who goes to his death, and not just death, but death on the cross. And so there's real suffering, real pain, real hardship uh, on the part of Jesus, it's not simply a photo op. What we're also getting here is that Jesus is our high priest. 
And uh, this is one of the themes that the writer of Hebrews is going to be developing throughout the book. So there are three offices in the Old Testament that, uh, that God works through people in these offices to, to work with the, his, his people. Prophet, priest, and king. Uh, and Jesus is, is going to come then and he is the perfect uh, prophet. He is the perfect our high priest, he is the, he is the king of all kings, right? He's going to perfectly fulfill those offices. So the priest, as our high, as our priest, he is going to stand between God and us and represent us to God. And he is the perfect high priest in the sense that, uh, we, I, as a Protestant, I would argue we don't need a priest again uh, because he lives in heaven uh, as our high priest, continuing to intercede for us. And additionally, it's not just that he's a high priest that offers a sacrifice for our, our sins. He is the priest that offers himself as a sacrifice for our sins. And so uh, this is a final, uh, ultimate perfecting, no need for there to be another sacrifice, sacrifice that Jesus makes, and he represents uh, us to the Father on the basis of that sacrifice. So, again, so many layers working here in Hebrews. It's a profound book worth meditating on and being changed by. I hope uh, you will be changed by Hebrews uh, chapter 2 and by Jesus. Have a good day.